Hello, everyone, and welcome to the special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Steve Hirschfeld. Today's a special day because it's Tuesday, and on Tuesdays, the ELA does what we call Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in one of our members from around the globe who shares important information on what we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. And today, I'm really excited that we'll be meeting with Ali Cerniak from Chicago at Better Price to talk a little bit of what it's like to do business in Illinois. Ali, how are you today? I'm doing well, Steve. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, let's just jump right into it if we could. You know, Ali, most people know Chicago because it's one of the great cities of America. But a lot of people don't know that much about the state of Illinois, particularly those outside the U.S. Tell us a little bit of what it's like, what kind of industries you have, what's the climate for business like in the state right now? Yeah, sure. So Illinois is a Midwestern state. It's located pretty much smack dab in the middle of the Midwest near the Great Lakes. We're on Lake Michigan. The capital of Illinois is Springfield, located in central Illinois. Its largest cities are Chicago, obviously, as well as Aurora, Rockford, and Joliet. Illinois is the sixth most populous state in the U.S. It has about 12.7 million residents. That population has decreased slightly over the last five years. The demographics of the state, we are made up approximately of 61% white Caucasian, 17% Hispanic or Latino, 15% Black or African American, and 6% Asian. And approximately 80% of the state speaks English. When we're talking about the, let's say, like the labor force, I mentioned there were 12.7 million residents. About half of them, 6.4 million individuals, are in the labor force in Illinois. There's an unemployment rate in the state of around 4.7%, which is slightly higher than the national average. And of the labor force, about 13 or close to 14% are unionized. What else do you want to know, Steve? So what are the biggest industries in the state? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, agriculture is actually a very large industry in Illinois. It generates about $17 billion annually. I think that's surprising for some people, obviously, because they're thinking of Chicago, but outside of the city of Chicago and the Chicagoland area, agriculture is a large industry in the state. Within Chicago, there are a number of major industries, including business services, the service industry in general, including community, hospitality, healthcare, personal services, finance, real estate, and insurance. Another large industry in the state of Illinois is manufacturing. So there's a lot of manufacturing jobs, including construction equipment, machine tools, farm machinery, as well as processed foods like cereals, candy, and sausage. Chicago is a bit distinct from the rest of the state. Here in Chicago, business and services are the main job sectors, and many of the nation's largest companies are headquartered in the Chicago land area, including McDonald's, Walgreens, Motorola, Boeing, United Airlines, etc. So one of the things you mentioned, which I think a lot of folks outside the U.S. don't understand, is that Illinois is a big union state, mm-hmm. it's traditionally a very heavy union state. If I was a company, let's say, from Asia that was looking to either open up a manufacturing plant or buy one in Chicago, 
why would that be important to me to know? Well, I mean, the fact that a good portion of the workforce in Illinois is unionized is important for employers to know when they're thinking about entering the state of Illinois with business, because they obviously have to be aware of the collective bargaining agreements and rights of unionized employees when they're contemplating working here or working with that sector of the population. So let me go in a different direction and ask you a little bit about a hot topic we have out here in California, which is remote workers, right? Mm -hmm. So during COVID, lots of San Franciscans moved all over the country and overseas. A lot of them even moved to places like Chicago, right? So what's it like if you've got remote employees in the state of Illinois. What's it like from an employment law perspective? Yeah, so the remote employee situation presents a unique issue for employers to think about. Usually how it works is where the employee is located is the law that will govern. So if an employer has employees who are working out of the state of Illinois, the employer needs to be aware of Illinois' employment laws. And Illinois is a very employee-friendly state. Although it is an at-will employment state, the Illinois state law provides various protections for employees that go above and beyond the federal requirements in the areas of discrimination, harassment, minimum wage, and equal pay. Illinois provides additional protections to specific groups of employees, including pregnant individuals, organ donors, victims of domestic violence, gender violence, and sexual violence, just to name a few categories. Illinois also has pretty strict laws relating to non-compete agreements. And in addition to the state laws, there's also county and municipal level laws that provide even additional protections for employees, including higher minimum wage, additional paid sick leave, et cetera. So any employer that's contemplating doing business in Illinois or who has employees who are working remotely but located in Illinois really needs to be familiar with all of those various layers of regulations that apply to employees in the state. So before we wrap things up, let me follow up on, I think, a really important point you made, which is it's a very pro-employee state and this whole issue of non-competes because As you know, we get these employees now that move around the country. And let's say, for example, they signed a very strict non-compete in a place like Texas, but now they're working remotely in Illinois. Are Illinois courts forcing employees to abide by these non-competes? Just give us a little sense for that. So Illinois recently codified its non-compete laws. Before this recent amendment, most of the law surrounding non-competes was through court decisions, case law. Now, this new statute actually codified a lot of those requirements for a non-compete in Illinois and what will be enforceable. The requirements are pretty strict for the types of non-competes that will be enforced for employees in the state of Illinois. Now, granted, if you have a non-compete agreement and it states in the agreement in the contract that it's governed by another state's law, then there's an argument there that, you know, your example was Texas, that Texas law would then still apply to that contract and the courts here would apply Texas law. But if we're applying Illinois law, there are some very strict requirements for when a non-compete will actually be enforced. A few things just to keep in mind, a non-compete in the state of Illinois has to be 
supported by adequate consideration, which goes above and beyond just continued employment with an employer. So the state of Illinois requires two years of employment after the date of signing the non-compete in order for the non-compete to be enforced against the employee or some other form of valuable consideration, typically like a promotion and a raise or, you know, valuable training with some sort of advancement of their career, something along those lines where the employer can really point to a piece of value that was attached to the non-compete at the time that it was signed. In addition, the court's going to be really strict in terms of the reasonableness of the non-compete, both geographic scope and the time frame for how long the employee is being restricted from working. Generally speaking, courts are going to be very suspect about a non-compete that prevents the employee from working anywhere in the nation for you know, more than a year. So I think when employers are drafting non-competes for employees here in Illinois, they need to really be careful about tailoring the non-compete to that employee's specific geographic region and for a limited period of time. Well, that's really interesting. I think you're probably the first state I've heard of that has this two-year issue, which is really kind of fascinating, particularly for, you know, you hire an employee and six months later, he or she quits or gets fired, right. whether or not it's enforceable. That's, that's really kind of a unique unique law in your state. Listen, this has been very interesting. Allie, I really appreciate your time. If any of you would like to contact Allie to talk about these NDAs and non-competes or any other employment issue, you can find her bio by clicking on her name on the descriptions podcast. And please visit ela.law to receive invitation to upcoming webinars, to download white papers, our on-demand content, and actually most importantly, to access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook, which is a 50-state, 100-country compliance document that employers from around the world, I think, will find to be very valuable. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor employment lawyers from the best law firms from around the world. I'm Steve Hirschfeld. Thanks for listening.